The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. Showtime. The right way to start your day. This is Jen, Gabe and Chewy. The old bats and balls. Major League Baseball has a problem, and it is uh, that the pants are see-through. Yeah, it's <laughs> that their product is no longer safe for children or work. Oh, yeah, look at that. It looks good. Kramer did a good job. Yeah, well, I mean, how hard is it to take a picture? Hmm. What? Did you look at this picture carefully? Because I'm not sure, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. But I think I see a nipple. Like, I can't put up spring training games in this studio. Well, they're going to no run the risk of getting fired. What? So what? It's a nipple. It's a little brown circular protuberance. It's a big deal. Yeah, everybody's got to look. I got them. And if you get one of those quick monsoons in the Grapefruit League in Florida, you know, where it like, comes through and rains hard for 10 minutes. <laughs> Like a wet t-shirt <laughs> This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamara. Here's Jen Latter. One final note on that. I don't know if you heard Unsportsman like talking about that. But yes, on Pardon the Interruption, on PTI Friday, they posted a lot of those pictures to their television show. And they had to blur them out. <laughs> and baseball, by the way, in their infinite wisdom, came out with a statement saying there's nothing to see here. Everything's fine. It's all normal. So nothing's changed. They haven't pulled the uniforms off the shelves. No. They're going with it. Yeah. If yeah, I were... Why are we surprised? Manfred's an idiot. I, no, look, so. I'm not. I'm huh? not. I tried to tell everybody, look, this at best is not getting resolved until the start of the season. But you know, here we are. Look, I got, I've got some, I got some questions for you, big guy. Okay. Uh oh. Well, for a guy that claims and was relieved when we forgot his birthday last week, we didn't say anything on the show. We didn't say happy birthday to Chew. We we saved those texts offline because he's somebody that you know, kind of like me, where you know, again, you say happy birthday, whatever, I'll take it, but I'm not. I'm not really, you know, going out of my way to celebrate my birthday. How many birthday parties and celebrations did you have over the past week or so? Well, Dyson's was yesterday. So it was kind of a joint party over the weekend. But it still, turned co- out still counts lovely. as yours. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so it started Thursday, I would say, and it ended yesterday. So you had, and you sound a little worse for the wear. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing a little too much, you know, birthday cake for you this weekend, bud. No, <clears throat> I was very good Thursday. I'm the one because I wanted to make dinner. Okay, for the kids and the family. So I did that, and then we had the little party on Friday, uh, followed by my brother-in-law's cover band playing at a theater right down here, which was walkable, which was perfect. And then there was our other friends by the beach had an after party to which I went home after the show at 10 o'clock and went to bed because I was full. I had enough. So what you would say twice then? Cause it sounds like, I mean, you just did other weekend things. If you're going to see your brother-in-law's cover band, people were, you know, doing a little after partying, you know, a- after yeah. the show. So you would say that you had the party yesterday. So like one and a half 
Is that fair? Well, and then Dyson's, like I said, uh, birthday was yesterday. So then Saturday night, because my in-laws were in town, we went on a dinner cruise to celebrate Dyson's birthday. So we had that. And then yesterday, we because yesterday was his actual birthday, finalized that to which... I sent you guys a video of an old guy dancing around 1230 in the afternoon with some kind of staining <laughs> in the area of what we're talking about with baseball <laughs> yeah, The uniforms. issue where baseball's having, yes. We don't know if he spilled a drink. We don't know if he didn't shake. Um, but it's w- within question. And God bless the guy. He was probably what? 75, 80? Yeah, he's, yeah. He was At 12, 30 in the afternoon, cutting up the rug. Hey, little Sunday Pretty fun impressive. Day. Yeah. Little Sunday fun day. Yeah. So it's over. It's good. We're moving forward. Back to the gym where I'm sure I caught this cold that I have, chest cold. But I saw there's a new virus out today. I was watching the news, and I think I have it. <laughs> Wait, is it? The, so there was one, because I sent... It's just funny. There's a new virus, and I think I have it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. All right, yes. You know, my gym, my gym. I, I had my questions, gym's, but my gym is pretty big. It's answer. it's an old LA Fitness. Okay. I don't know if you guys have ever gone there, but they're quite large, and there's a lot of you know snowbirds that are in and out. Sure. No one wipes down anything. It's kind of disgusting. Um, so I'm sure I picked it up there, even though I make it a point when I leave the place to wipe my hands down, you know, with those sanitary wipes that they have, but obviously it didn't work. Wait, so what's this new virus you think you have? I think they said it's the norovirus or something like that. Or... I don't, I don't think that's new. It isn't? No, that one's fun. It might be like new to the happening. Like right now, it might be like. But norovirus has been around for a long time. So what are the symptoms? Isn't it just like kind of the flu? Is it just the flu? Yeah, it's it's kind of the <laughs> flu. I assume that's what's been going on. And, and look, a lot of people in the Northeast end up down in Florida there, too. So it could be. But there was some sort of bug going around. Because in a group text that Josh and I are in with a couple of... We, we have a couple of friends who live out in, in New York City. I was just telling them to beware because the New York Post had a story about how there was a bug going around causing pretty extreme vomiting and diarrhea. No, I don't have that. I have whistling when I breathe. Yeah, no. So, yeah, norovirus is vomiting, diarrhea, stomach cramping. Uh, all right. So So I don't think you have that. I probably I, that, that sounds a little different pneumonia. than whistling. <laughs> I mean, if I was to diagnose this, I'd probably say, yeah, you might. Have, it's either bronchitis or pneumonia. Those are two pretty extreme. I was say, what about cold? Yeah, it could just be a regular old cold. Yeah, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> you don't whistle when you breathe. When I breathe, it's like a train. You know, I get when I exhale the last ten percent of whatever out of my lungs. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Sure, but also when you're healthy, it sounds like there's something living inside of you. So, I mean, maybe it's just that thing living inside of you. Maybe that went, thing's sick. It went north for the weekend into my lungs. <laughs> yeah, I guess. A little getaway? Just, yeah, a little vacation. Trying to see what it's, what's going on in the lung area. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not big enough for me to go to the doctor yet. I mean, I could diagnose myself at this point in time, I think. 
No, I don't think you can. You're not Dr. House here. Like, I think we're 0 for 3 right now, bud. Like, we, we went from... <laughs> We went from norovirus, which we crossed <laughs> off the list pretty quick, to pneumonia, which is, again, very serious, or bronchitis, which I've had, and you sound a lot worse. You end up sounding a lot worse than you do right now. You think I could just have good old-fashioned coronavirus? It's possible. It's possible. It's I mean, that's a respiratory thing, right? Can be. Yeah. Okay. All right, so there's three things out there it could be. <laughs> We'll see if it gets worse or it gets better. Can't wait to How? continue to hear the diagnosis of Dr. Chimura on himself. Now, I know it's not only men that uh, listen to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, but there's a lot of them. And men are known to not go to the doctor. I'm going to take a stab and say all three of us here are unless absolutely required in uh, terms of getting sick. Y- yes. Like, obviously, you go do your stuff you need to at the doctor. Yeah, but like, like a once-a-year physical or whatever. Yeah, but if I'm sick, I'm pushing it until, like, I can no longer take it. Now, my next move is Dyson's girlfriend is a pediatric nurse, so she has to know how to use a stethoscope, right? <laughs> I so that would she be knows the next way around one. <laughs> I would think, yes. It might be a little smaller than you're used to, but yeah. if she's pediatric, but... But you just listen to the lungs, and you'd be able to. Oh, okay. You, uh, you, yeah, that's what you have. So that's the next step. The doctors—that's like another three steps away, <laughs> right? Well, I'm I'm just trying to think of again. I go. I don't go to the doctor all that often. Like, how, how often are they using the stethoscope? The stethoscope still? I think every time, right? Is it? Yeah, they tell you yeah. to breathe in, breathe out. Yeah, like, okay. If you go in, with I guess a... it's been a while since I've had like since I've gone to like urgent care or whatever with something yeah. like respiratory. The last time I went to urgent care is because I sliced a little part of my finger off and couldn't get it to stop bleeding. Yeah, well, I had uh, the RSV, and they this was obviously COVID was still happening. Yeah, and I was doing a lot of breathing in and out with the old stethoscope. Okay. I think that's kind of like the general. You do weight, height. Yeah. Take a listen to your lungs, blood pressure. It's yeah. in there. Well, I'm, they feel I'm just around saying your it's... stomach for the organs. Make sure they're all there. They're all there. <laughs> working. So like... that's my next move. That's my next move. Do you think she is going to be willing to help you out? Dyson's girlfriend? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Because, I mean, yeah. I feel like that's a big ask. You know, hey, I think I'm sick. Can you tell me what's wrong? Like, I feel like if you have a doctor in your life... Whether that's peripheral or direct, like I feel like the relationship. If you're asking somebody to, you know, hey, can you tell me what's wrong with you? They're they're getting closer to that inner circle, there, big guy. Yeah, but there's nothing coming out of me yet, right? I mean, <laughs> other than the regular BS, not really. Yeah. No, once you start, see, I can make a better determination when the the stuff breaks up in my lung and it comes out, just based on the color. Okay. Have you have you hacked anything up yet? Just have you seen a mucus color? Clear. So I'm good. Okay. Oh, you're fine. You'll be fine. If it goes to green or yellow, yeah. Then then you bring in the professional. Then you're talking antibiotics. Yeah, a hundred percent. Right. So until we get to that point, what what are you laughing about? What are you laughing about, Joshy? Because I a hundred percent. I'm on board with him. So when I went through my little thing last week, where I missed the show on Monday because my voice was gone. Like, I had a little phlegm that was coming up, and, you know, when when you spit it out and you take a look at it in the sink, 
Yeah, you're diagnosing. It was clear. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll be fine. Just give me a little bit of time so and I'm going to be okay. Point, what point would you go to the doctor? Um, so I've had bronchitis a couple of different times now, so I'm, I kind of know what I'm looking for in myself okay. in terms of like how bad I feel, the voice sound, the scratchiness of the throats. Like, in, to, in order to, in, and at that point, I'm just like self diagnosing and I'm just going for the antibiotic. Yeah. So. I, I mean, if you you sound fine to me right now, like you're not you're not no. at the point where you need to go. I now I can't say this for sure, but I would imagine there's probably some uh, healthcare professionals listening, just pounding their head. Sure, like, <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> Look, because what, hey, I do know what you're speaking about about uh, phlegm colors and yeah. diagnosing through there. But, like, if you feel sick, go to the doctor. I think that's probably what they would tell you. Yeah, look, yeah, of course, that's what <laughs> they would say. That's yeah. what they would say. That's for liability, that's yeah. for liability reasons. Look, I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. Once I've made the decision to go, I am going to follow whatever recommendations they give me. But I'm, I'm going to push back I mean, what, until what? I make the hey, decision you, to can go. I, can I ask one request, please? Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna blow your nose, just give me a heads up. You can say it audibly. <laughs> <laughs> just as long as you don't blow it into the microphone moving forward. Yeah, I mean, we're clear. It's clear. Right? I mean, what are we talking? A trip to urgent care? It's probably yeah. two hundred and fifty bucks, right? I mean, I don't know what kind of insurance you have. So that's, I mean that's... Uh, just like anybody else. Crappy. <laughs> <laughs> So it's there. I look at urgent care as a break glass in case of emergency type thing. No, I think that's what they have emergency rooms for. (laughs) (laughs) Typically, yeah. Uh Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, we'll be fine. Chef Ed chimes in saying, Chewy, you sound just a little stuffy. If tomorrow you sound like Doc Rivers, then I would seek care. What happened to Doc? Well, have you ever heard Doc give a post-game press? Yeah, well, that's more of a cigarette voice than it is a cold voice, right? Yeah, he's I think just that's been just his voice, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's just gravelly. Yeah, which is you know, a good and then sound. he starts yelling a little bit when he's on the bench, and next thing you know, it, it becomes a little more strained. Yeah, but I think yeah, you, you're going to be fine. You know, like but like Joshy said, I don't think he, everybody needs to hear you when you blow your nose. <laughs> Just Why, could, I put the microphone way up. I don't know what I'm supposed yeah, still to do. But I got to imagine that you are a person. Um, you know, your wife has, has been known to call you the elephant before because you make so much noise kind of stomping yeah. around. Um, you're not one of these people that's going to be blowing your nose silently. My guess no. is you're giving it, you know, yeah. there's, there's, there is an inhale before Oof. you yeah. Yeah, start giving a little bit extra effort to make sure it's all... And it's understood that men are much softer than women. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, they're so much tougher than a thousand us. percent. Well, yeah. I mean, that, do you think that's probably because of the whole childbirth thing? Like, once they've gone through the whole childbirth thing, they're like, "Oh, this isn't as bad as childbirth," so you know, yeah, I'll be fine. They, they they throw that card down a lot. You know. So Dave from Aaron uh, Chewy is a man probably close to your heart. I've given myself stitches to avoid the doctor. Yeah, I just use super glue. Gabe, you saw me perform I've, I was surgery about to say, on I've, my finger with I've a, seen with you a do it. razor yes. blade. Yeah, I've seen you do that and, you know, stitch yourself up with a little bit of glue. That was weird. The color of stuff that, like, because that was like silicone. It was more than likely infected. No, it would have been white if it was infected. Gabe, it was like silicone. 
It was kind of neat. Yeah. No? Yeah, no, it definitely was. Definitely was. Okay. Things you avoid to going to the doctor, 800-990-3776. We're going to talk a little bit about the Packers salary cap, unexpected salary cap room for the Green Bay Packers. We dive into that coming up next, but I do want to tell you about my friends at Metality because it doesn't matter what age you are, low testosterone can be an issue for any guy. That's where Mentality comes in. And Mentality is dedicated to you to make sure you feel and perform at your very best. Maybe you aren't sure if you have low testosterone. Well, for me, after kind of hearing some of the ads and talking to the people at Mentality, tired, groggy, just don't feel like yourself, don't have that energy to get through your day, to really attack the day the way you're used to. You just don't feel like yourself from a year or two ago. That could be low testosterone, and it's easy to find out if it is. Book an appointment. Go to LowTUSA.com. Go through the process. At the end, you get a blood panel done. Within a week, your results get back to you. And if your testosterone levels are low, then you can choose whether or not you want to work with Mantality. And the great thing about Mantality, it's not one size fits all. It's like, oh, your testosterone levels are low. Here you go. No, it is a process to make sure that your testosterone levels are where they need to be for you. It's not one size fits all. It is customized for you. So go to LowTUSA.com. Mentality allows treatment to fit into every guy's lifestyle. Learn more about Mentality and their low testosterone treatments at LowTUSA.com. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. How much will Angie let you grow a beard? I would say for three months I have to keep a beard if I lose. Okay, and Angie would allow you to have a beard for three months. She doesn't run my life. Uh, Drop that. Yeah. <laughs> On 94.5 ESPN. A little bit of advice for you as well, big guy. Yeah. When it comes to blowing your nose, uh, Matthew hits us up at 800-990-3776 saying his dad blows his nose so hard that he <laughs> popped a blood vessel in his eye. <laughs> so careful, you that's, know? That's way too hard. But what am I supposed to do to Josh? You give him the third base signal? Coach, hey, you know, and the camera, the Joshy. I'll allow you literally to say, I got to blow my nose. And that'll just be me, go over, turn your mic off. You can reset. Okay. I think it's got to be coded, though. Can't just say, hey, I got to blow my nose. I mean, you can throw out a play call, your favorite play call, and I'll just know that's what you're trying to tell me just well, at any uh, random time. Red and black means the play's hot. So if Brett's right, at keep the that line, mind, goes, red, 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 black, black. All right. <laughs> if I start hearing random colors, <laughs> I'll turn your mic but if off. It's, but if it's yellow, it's just a dummy call. <laughs> yeah. Lavender. <laughs> Lavender 12. You got you to gotta know the dummy calls, Josh. If it's a dummy call, and then you turn off his mic premature, and then, then we can't hear the brilliance that is Mark Chamura. Yeah. Good point. He's got to be able to, you know, football's not just a physical game. It's a mental game. <laughs> I mean, are those signals really necessary in baseball? I mean, it's 2024. Can't we do something else? Well, I mean, people are trying to steal signs all the time. I mean, it's the same thing with you guys until you got the the earpiece in the helmet when you guys were being stupid and, you know, oh, Texas is the lasso and, and, and you were doing all the different hand signals trying to mess up Brett. Yeah. The funny what things are the dirty ones we tried to get through. <laughs> well, you got Tiger that through. That got Ixnade. You got Tiger through. We got Tiger through. Um, Explain Tiger. Oh, so Tiger, and this is only if I guess if you're you know streaming on YouTube. But so the, the funny, go ahead, show, show him Tiger. Tiger's like you're grabbing a set of boobies. <laughs> so Tiger, uh, it's supposed to simulate a tiger, like rawr. Yes, I'm scaring I, you. Yes, like so, the claws. The funny part about that. So this is like circa 1994, 1995, right? Mm-hmm. Young Young Gabe is you know nine, ten years old. 
And we see, you know, and, and you guys were doing it probably through the time you were done, right? Yeah. So, you know, this is my adolescent years, you know, middle yeah. school into, you know, in, into, you know, freshman year, high school or whatever. And me and my friends noticed what they were doing. Like, what are they, are they doing what we think they're doing? And assume that they didn't because, you know, they're professionals. Yeah. Yeah. And then I come and I, you know, get to work with one of the guys that was doing it only to find out that, no, they were doing exactly what me and my friends thought that they were doing when they were signaling Tiger. <laughs> well, professional, <laughs> well, professional in their profession, professional not at work. No, no. Rounding second base. <laughs> Uh, so the NFL announced a 2024 salary cap jump to 255.4 million. That is a 30 million dollar increase. And I mean, for the most part, a lot of people were expecting a big increase. I know I had seen some stories that thought that it could be 245, maybe 250, but to go all the way up to 255.4 million, it's the biggest one-year increase in history. And this is, to me, Chewy, a good thing for the Packers because they still have some lingering, I don't want to call them necessarily issues, because when I think of salary cap issues, I think of what New Orleans has to do. Like, they have to, they're going to end up having to rework Derek Carr's deal, and they're going to be stuck with Derek Carr for two more years, even though they don't want him. That, to me, is a salary cap issue. They just have some lingering salary cap things, I guess, they have to take care of. You know, potentially eating some dead money here or there. We know about the voided contracts um, that that voided last week, where they're going to have to eat, you know, around ten, twelve million, something like that. But this really helps out with that. To to make this type of increase, I think the Packers, in terms of their salary cap, are going to be relatively healthy and probably won't have to rework as many deals pushing money into the future as. Once hoped. I think this is great for the Packers. It's not going to open up Chicago Bears type type free agent money that they they're going to have to go out to spend, but I think it's going to put them in a really good spot and get them healthy in 2024, and they're going to be in a really good spot in 25 and 26. Yeah, but if you look at the teams in their division, um, these teams are a lot more cap healthy than they are. I mean, like the Lions have. 57 million. There are 57 million below okay. the cap. So they could, I mean, what does that get you? One really nice free agent and maybe some I mean, second tier? I, I, I just don't see the Packers going out and landing a big money free agent this year, right? I mean, the Bears, where are the Bears? The Bears oh, have they're still 78. Five. Yeah, million. they've got a ton of money. But they also have a ton of issues, right? Yeah. So I guess that's what it comes down to. Like, I mean, the Lions being, you know, winners of the division and having a lot of good young players that they like, free, having the free agent money that they do is a little envious. But at the same time, I look around and I think the only place I'd really want to spend any sort of significant money on is safety. Just the way we talked last week after Halfley met with the media for the first time about how important, and he described his perfect safety and how important that position is is whereas like last year Chew, because of the way that they played a lot of too high like yeah. there's there's really not a difference between your strong and your free safety no, like they're, they're just they're just kind of both yeah. back there they're interchangeable now like they they have to have differentiating you know different differentiating um physical qualities in yeah. terms of what you're looking for that single high maybe the guy that's placing playing a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage so 
I, I only think the Packers and, and safety is not necessarily a big money position. You're not breaking wanna... the bank, but I, yeah. I would be good with them going out and getting one of these top free agent safeties that could potentially be out there. Do you force it, though? No, I you mean, force it. Do you, are you forced to, if you don't get one in free agency and they franchise tags, franchise tag all the upper talented safeties yeah, the in Winfields, the league. Yeah. Do you force it and go in the first round and say, all right, we have to take a safety? That's what I don't want them to do. When you start doing that, um, then you're in trouble. You know, I mean, there's something to the best player available. I always said it was the best player available at the position, biggest position of need. <laughs> Gabe's giving me signals. Yeah, Gabe. That I'm just not sure what they are. He says he he, you can hear me too. I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Well, we lost Gabe somehow here, but I'm Gabe's, still here. I think his, his signal that he's giving me <laughs> is I'm on first base, or sorry, I'm on third base. And he wants me to steal second. It's not making sense. He wants me to go backwards. We've got absolutely nothing from Gabe here, so I'm just going to throw us to a quick break. We're going to try and figure this out. We'll be back here in just a second, Chew. All right, buddy. You are listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. And then you have Raj, who I didn't think he – he just didn't have the body uh, type Ashton, of a I, right I tackle. Have a question. Yes. I have a question. Who the hell are you talking about? Uh, what's his name? Yash. Raj? <laughs> like, I was thinking, okay. who's Raj? <laughs> you tell us, buddy. On 94.5 ESPN. NFL with some unexpected cap money. Now, some of this does relate to back in 2020 when the NFL actually decreased the cap with the pandemic going on and, you know, they slowly deferred payments and, and getting some of that money back to the players. But at $255 million, the Packers don't even have to do anything right now to be salary cap compliant when the league year opens in a little over two weeks at this point, which is great. Like, they don't have to worry about that. They don't have to. Now, they then we'll have to make some moves if they actually want to, you know, sign their draft class. But I think it's great, too, that... With this extra money, it allows them to get salary cap compliant. And I'm, I'm look, I'm, I'm with you in, in terms of, I don't want to if I don't want to force it. I don't want to reset the safety market because I don't think that the best safeties are on the free agent market. I don't want to have the highest paid safety as a member of the Green Bay Packers, whoever that ends up being in 2024. But I think this allows them to be able because think about this. They are going to be able to pick up $20 million in salary cap space whenever they decide to move on from David Bakhtiari. And I think everybody believes that's ultimately what's going to happen, is that they're going to move on from David. Or at if, if you're a fan of Bach and you want him around, they're going to have to do something with that contract. Like, he can't play for $40 million because it's just, it's a huge unknown. And you can't pay $40 million against your cap for that unknown. Is is there more dead money there? Well, I mean, so technically they would incur twenty million of dead cap space, Chew. Okay. But effectively, they'd pick up twenty million dollars because his base salary for twenty twenty four is around that number. So, so they wouldn't wash. be responsible for that. Yeah. Well, so they would pick up. So instead of having David Bakhtiari play for you and count for forty million against the cap, he could not play for you and only count twenty. So you'd pick up twenty million dollars that you can do whatever you want with. Ah, uh, you can't roll the dice. The only That's way what I'm saying. you'd 
The only way you'd consider bringing him back is if he took a base salary of, say, five, and then we'll give the uh, – you're not going to give him the ability to get up to $40 million. No. <clears throat> no, because you just can't. can't. He's what? He's early 30s? Yeah. I think he'd just move on. I Probably. mean, I'm comfortable with what they have now. They have some decisions because if you do get rid of Yash, uh, you need a backup. At that position, I know uh, Tom can pretty much play uh, all positions on the offensive line in a break glass case of emergency. But I think, I think you just move on. Yeah, there's just no guarantees. You gave him two years of pretty much collecting a salary without paying much. Yeah, so that basically pays for your free agent class or your your draft class and a little bit more. Yeah, restructure another deal, maybe move on from Deon- Devondre Campbell and. Boom, you're able to come up with money to potentially go out and sign one of these top-end safeties. I mean, the guys that that are not under contract and that are going to be hitting the market are just guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can always find guys out there to, to replace other guys. Mm-hmm. I'm just – the way you attack this, I think, is just hold off this year when it comes to free agency. Get it where you got some money in the bank because they're going to have to deal with the Jordan Love contract. Yeah, uh huh. That's that's coming. I mean, that's going to be bend. a big, big chunk, fifty or more. Um, so they're going to have to dance with that, with that deal, because mm-hmm. we kind of lost the luxury of San Francisco, where you know Purdy doesn't count anything against the cap. Probably not going to sign him after one more year. So they'll have. I, I wonder what they're going to do. San right, Francisco. Kate? Well, because they don't have to pay Purdy yet. They probably have a year. Yep. So will they even go more in than they've – because this is kind of it. I don't know if they can go more in because some of these guys are making a lot of of money. So, like, Chase Young, to me, was purely a rental for them. Yes. You know, so Chase Young won't be back. And he's not worth big money. No, 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 no. No, he's he's more of a name than an actual – I mean, he's a good player, but – People recognize his name because he was a high draft pick, played well at Ohio State, but his NFL career has not translated to as big of a name as he is. My guess is San Francisco is going to be relatively the same. Because they They could move on from Ayuk. They're they're five million below. Or I mean they're five million above the cap. Sure. And then I look at a team like the Eagles, who are gonna be, you know, a thorn in the side of the Packers. Uh they've got twenty seven million in cap space. So they can do a few things. But these teams, I think, are getting – their window is shutting where the Packers is just opening. Would you agree with that? Uh, like, Philly's on the back end. A.J. Brown is a year older, so he's creeping I mean, on that 30 mark. Yeah, but I, I, I think he's going to be fine. I think Philly's window's pretty open. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess maybe I believe in Jalen Hurts too much. Okay. Maybe more than other people, but I think Phillies. I mean, San Francisco, this group window is closing, but I also think that they have a good management team that they're going to find a way to keep that window maybe not as wide open, where maybe, you know, they have to play a little bit more perfect football. Yeah. You know, where you're not going to have the team that gets outplayed for three quarters and then you're going to be able to pull it out in the fourth quarter the way against against the Packers, because at some point they have to pay Purdy and you're not going to be able to afford 
two great inside linebackers and a couple of great pass rushers and one of the best safeties and a corner and the best left tackle. Like You're not going to be able to have all these best in football positions, no. but I guess I think that they're a well-run organization with a good head coach and a good GM that they're going to find a way to stay relevant. What about the Buccaneers? Are they scary at all? Not even a little bit. I mean, because they have uh, forty-three million to spend. Yeah, I. No, I mean, how much does Baker Mayfield scare you? I know he came to Lambeau and had a yeah. perfect passer rating, but like Baker, for the most part, is a middle-tier quarterback in the NFL. No, but that's an organization that's kind of figured it out, and, and and the GM there is running a pretty good show. I mean, they had a better year than expected, right? Did they? I mean, they were kind of expected to be one of those teams in the mix, and they finished around five hundred, and they were nine and eight, and and I mean, they were they were about what I expected them to be. They just play in a crappy division where you can win single digit games and still win the division. Yeah. Okay. So I until further notice, I guess if Atlanta ever figures out a quarterback, that's the only team I would be scared of in terms right, of being that, a thorn in the Packers side. That roster is that good. The Falcons roster? Yeah. It's starting to become pretty good, yeah. So you'd be worried if they went out and got Kirk Cousins? Um, I don't know about... I mean, if Kirk Cousins never had the Achilles injury, I'd be a little bit more concerned, yes. But Kirk comes with a game... Like, there's a little yeah, bit of a gamble with Kirk because he's, 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 he's getting up there in age and he's coming off an Achilles injury. What about um, Justin Fields? I think Justin Fields makes a ton of sense there, but I think it's going to take him at least a year to kind of figure out how he fits in. Okay. I didn't realize their roster was that good. Well, I mean, they've got Drake London, they've got Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts. They've got um, skill players. They've their got defense work to do. Their defense was surprisingly underrated last year because they couldn't do anything offensively because they were trotting terrible quarterbacks out every week. Yeah. Gabe, would you rather try and spend in free agency or would you prefer to get cap healthy and then do the spending in the future? Like, would you be okay with the Packers kind of standing pat? Now, that doesn't mean fully standing pat, but say they sign a mid-level free agent just because the safety position is at this point nobody. Yeah, so there was a there was a great piece by um, Pete Doherty that, that I saw in the Journal Sentinel this morning. Talking about, you know, so Xavier McKinney seems to be the new hot name. Maybe you're familiar with Xavier McKinney's work, maybe you're not. But he's a young safety who's potentially a free agent from the New York Giants. And nobody knows what the Giants are going to do. But there is, outside of the, and we can have Jason explain what this means tomorrow, I think. But everybody knows the franchise tag. There's also a second tag called the transition tag, where... It essentially makes the player a restricted free agent where teams can still go out and then you can match and do all these different things. But you would also then, if you were the team that signed this person, have to give up some draft picks. The transition tag is something apparently the Giants are considering for McKinney. Which and, is right of first refusal, yes, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And But 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 if let's say I'm the Packers. The, the Giants slap on the tag on Xavier McKinney. Not only am I going to now have to pay McKinney, I'm going to have to probably give up draft capital as well. Which they have. Which they do have, but I don't know if Xavier McKinney, like, I'm okay giving him money. I don't know if I want to give him money and give up other draft picks. Because the Packers do still have some other holes. So I'm at a spot where if none of these upper echelon safeties actually hit the market, if they get franchise tagged, which the window's open for another week and a half, if they get transition tagged... 
yeah, then I'm okay with the Packers standing pat. Because, like you said, you, I don't want to force it. I don't want to go, well, all the other good safeties are taking. Here's top dollar for the, you know, 16th best safety in the league. Like, I just, I don't want to do that. Would you trade anybody? The problem is, like, I don't know if there's a safety that... on the market, Chew. Yeah, but you don't think, and I said this, I think even during the season, he wouldn't trade Christian Watson for a top-rate safety? If I could, but I don't think any team's going to take that deal right now. Just because of the hamstring? Because of the hamstring. I don't know what they're going to do with the hamstring. I don't know what you, you know. They've been fighting this battle ever since I was playing, the hamstring injury. Also, I don't think there's a they're inventing a magic pill where, oh, your hamstring problems go away. It is what it is. Yeah, soft tissue issues. Like, some guys just have them, other guys don't, right? Yeah. It's kind of a genetic thing. Yes. Are, am I also falling for the trap of I'm excited about the new defensive coordinator. I watched his press conference. He spent a lot of time talking about safety. So now I'm just, like, going safety crazy. Is that is that possible as well? Yeah. Where I'm just, I'm like a, I'm, a, I'm a dog with a bone and I don't want to give up the safety because I heard Jeff Halfley talk about it so much? Uh, probably. Yeah, I think it's a yes and a no. I think we can fall victim to the star position yes, thing that happened. Yes, 100%. But I also think, I think Jeff Halfley can conduct a defense without a star safety. I think if you want Jeff Halfley's defense at its best, at its peak, at its pinnacle, that's the kind of guy you're going to need type of deal. So... It would be ideal for it to happen, but I don't think if they don't get the safety, we should count the defense out. I just think it opens up him to what he wants to do more. Yeah, and look, I'm with you. And the other thing about Halfley, which makes me excited, is if he doesn't get that safety, whether it's through the free agent you know, or they draft the safety and he's like, nah, this guy ain't it. Like He's going to figure out different things to still try to highlight the good things they do have on defense, even if he can't play defense the exact way he wants to. At least that that's what I took away from his press conference, is that he's willing to, okay, we don't have that safety, maybe I can't play defense like that. We've got to figure out a different way to be an well, effective team. He's got to see if these corners, other than Jair, can play bump, because that's what he wants yes. to do. Mm-hmm. So if you don't get the safety, and it turns out Stokes and... Uh, the Valentines can't play bump. Now you're really in a pickle. Yes. I think I think Carrington Valentine wants to. Yes, he seems like a guy cut from the same cloth as Jair in terms of attitude, where he wants to be in your face. Yeah, which is which is a good sign because, uh, as we know, some former players just simply don't want to do that. They have no interest in it. Yeah, because they're not good at it. Correct. <laughs> you know, wait, wait, are NFL players like that? They don't want to do yeah. things they're not good at? I mean, I'd like to take the ball 80 yards over the middle, but <laughs> we're looking more in the 40 range. <laughs> to okay? cap out at the 40 Know your yards. limitations. What? Do you even know? I'm going to look it up right now. No, what you was, don't need a 33. That was your career long? Yeah. Take me through it. I uh, was in New England. Uh, they were playing cover two. Well, actually, I think they were playing cover seven, man underneath. And Brett got the scrambling, and the play went long, and I was actually backing myself up into – I wasn't even running. I was just backing up, and he just barely fit it in between the safeties and uh, six points, touchdown. Was there, So it, well, there was no so catch Monday and night run? game, I believe. 
it wasn't catch? it wasn't catch and run. It was the play fall down. Yeah, you just caught it. You just had ended up in the end zone. Well, it was cra- it's crazy because I had such good peripheral vision, and I could see the ball coming. And the safety's closing on it, and I was just like, ooh, is it going to get here? Is it going to get here? Is it going to get here? And it did. How did you I mean, it was literally inches from away from the, the two safety's fingers. How did you make two Pro Bowls with your career – or three Pro Bowls, excuse me. I don't want to shortchange the Pro Bowls. How did you make three Pro Bowls with your career long being 33 yards? How uh, we ran the ball a lot more back then. <laughs> Yeah, in, in fairness, you also did have a 33-yard reception in the 1994 playoffs. Now, get this game. Okay. My longest career reception in college. How long do you think that was? 72 yards. Ooh. 78. See, I, I knew it had to be up there because when you were in college, A, you were lighter, and B, you've made the note of you were detached from the line a yes. lot. Yes. So that one was down the middle, kind of beat the safety, same thing. I got caught at the three-yard line, right? Fumbled the ball. <laughs> Hold on. Fumbled the ball. Yep. Did a barrel roll, uh-huh. and the ball was right in front of me. <laughs> so it still ended I'm up like, being a touchdown. Oh, thank God I said my prayers that day. Wait, who was the coach? Was... Uh... Uh, it might have been Coughlin. I think it was Coughlin. Because if it was Coughlin, oh. I, whoever it was before, I don't think you'd have been scared. No. If if you would not have recovered that ball yeah, and went back to the sideline with Coughlin over there. I would have got, yeah. I would be missing some tuchus. <laughs> but I don't know. You probably can't pull it up. But it was it, it, it was just perfect. How, how, the, many, how many of those yards of that 78-yard reception were you in just a foot race? Well, they were gaining on me. Yeah, I mean. So I got away from them. Uh, I mean, they were right there, but instead of trying to tackle me. Trying to strip. They were trying to get the ball out. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know. Can't take the ball away from my guy. No. My guy ain't fast, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> Except for when you did and he has to fumble. I tell you what, though. <laughs> I tell you what. I, I think I only fumbled one time in my NFL career. and it, it That is one of the loneliest feelings. Because we are on like the eight yard line, and Brett threw me just a little ball in the flat, and I think it was Derek Brooks that just knocked knocked it out. So I fumble first quarter in Tampa on their eleven. That's a lonely Oof. place. That's tough. That's a lonely place. Um, and I think I think that he held them to three points, saved my ass. And uh, we went on to win that game. But that is a lonely place. According to Pro Football Reference, you had three fumbles in your career. Yeah, but I got two of them back, so they're not really fumbles. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you them. All right, that works. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because, I mean, if you fumble and then you just land on the football, like... Yeah. That that doesn't really count. All right. No. Yeah, I I don't know if you lost or this just says three fumbles. That's all it says. Yeah. But, okay, we're not counting two of them because you recovered both of those. Yes. Change the way you do business. Take more control of the payment process with Fifth Third Bank's Treasury Management Solutions. Their market expertise and managed services streamline the entire payment process and integrate with your existing systems, giving you more control than ever with their suite of payment solutions. You will soon recognize new revenue sources that can save time, offset operating costs, and improve the bottom line, all customized for you and your business. Fifth Third Bank National Association, custom solutions built around your goals. 
Member FDIC. It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Unbelievable that they ran all over this vaunted defense. Why this did elite we drink the defense. Kool-Aid? What Kool-Aid? Why? It was poop Kool-Aid. And we gobbled it down. On 94.5 ESPN. makes it easy and it's auto showtime right now in milwaukee which means it's the best time to shop for the newest cars trucks and suvs but you don't have to wait until the show you can experience your favorite models at your nearest ewald now and get special auto show savings with top dollar for your trade-in on over 700 new vehicles in stock matched by ewald's exclusive 20-year 200,000 mile warranty only during ewald's auto show sales event it all starts at ewaldauto.com of texts I want to get to here quickly. Uh, one from uh, Justin saying, we also don't have any safeties, Gabe, so I don't think you're being safety crazy, which is fair. I think the only one, Anthony Johnson might be the only safety other than, I mean, who actually got some playing time last year, who's under contract right now for the Green Bay Packers. Um, Josh texts in saying, Jair to safety, let the other DBs who played well, let them play cornerback. Uh, let me tell you what's not going to happen, Josh. You're paying Jair top dollar at corner. You know who makes less than corners? Safeties. Yeah. You're not going to be. You're not going to spend that type of money and move him to like maybe eventually at the end of his career. But as of right now, he still has that athleticism. He's going to be your main corner. And the, you know what safeties have to do that Jair doesn't like to do? Tackle. Tackle. The uh, just to run down the name of safeties here because okay. you mentioned. Uh, the one we know, Anthony Johnson, he was a draft pick. He's got a four-year contract. The three, four other active. Oh, okay. Well, Zane Anderson, special teamer. Yep. Zion Gilbert, he's yeah. on a one-year deal. Tyler Coyle and Christian Young. All names that I heard for the first time except for Zane. Yeah, I was about to say. I, th- I feel like I heard Zane once or twice. And Zane was because he was inactive all year until the end of the year and nobody knew who he was. So, they yeah, got and then he work. was active. And it's like, oh, look at this Zayn guy. <laughs> uh, and what? then this one from Jamie in Orlando, eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Antoine Winfield Jr., top tier safety in the league. Tampa has a lot of guys they're going to have to pay. So even though they have cap space, if the Packers could snag up Winfield, that would be a huge upgrade at safety, and that would fill a lot of voids in this defense. Look, Jamie, I do yeah. not disagree with you at all. <laughs> that all makes perfect sense. Literally everywhere I've looked, every free agent piece, whatever website you want to go to. Yes, Tampa has a lot of free agents, and they need to figure some things out. Some of their free agents are older. Literally everything I've seen is that Antoine Winfield Jr. is going to get franchise tagged. Yeah. I mean, you'll lose Mike Evans. Yeah. Uh, Baker, they bring Baker back. Yeah, they'll figure out something with Baker. They have to do something with Baker. So they're in a little bit of a rebuild, too. But that's the thing. All the top safeties, Baltimore, wherever you're at, they're not going to let them go. Yeah. That's, that's that's always kind of the problem with free agency. It's like you've got to take yeah. a bit of a gamble because the way the NFL is set up, if these guys are hitting free agency, chances are there's, there's a big reason for that. Yeah, but would you throw that up there? I mean, you're losing Mike Evans. They need a receiver. Do you say, hey, Christian Watson, where they have plenty of receivers that can play right now, Christian Watson for Winfield. And kind of balance the two sides out a little bit. I think they ask for your first round pick then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. 
because there was a time where uh, uh, who did they want to get in Carolina? The Packers. Yeah. Um, where did the where the not the the Panthers were offering a first round pick? We were t- uh, John, were we talking about Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, versus the Colts. The Colts. No, but I thought the Panthers were were. I think the Panthers players. Well, I think the Panthers asked about Watson, but I don't think the Packers. I don't think that one went anywhere. Okay. Because here's the problem now. Now that he had more hamstring issues this year, too. Yeah. Like when it comes to Christian Watson, the problem is he's still an unknown quantity. And you only have two years of that unknown quantity. Whereas Antoine Winfield, you know what you're getting into at this point. He's really good. Yeah. So if if you're going to give up a Christian Watson, you're probably going to have to add something else to that deal. Like Joshy said, it may have to end up being a first-round pick. Yeah, then I'm not doing it. There was a call put in, this was around the draft last year, of basically the Panthers were just gauging interest to see what it would cost. So there was no no, term set out. Nobody. Yeah, it was just kind of, hey, we are interested in this guy. What do you guys want? How the hell do you remember that from last year's draft? Like a little nugget that came out from the draft, and yet you probably couldn't tell me what you had for dinner last night. You are correct. <laughs> I have no idea. Because things... my short-term, short-term memory is horrible, and my long-term is actually pretty good. But that's the thing. Like when we, and we just had fun with it last segment, where you were describing the play where you had the longest catch yeah. of your career. You described the play where you had that fumble that you lost at Tampa Bay. Like That stuff, I've been around you long enough. I know if I ask you a question about your NFL career, mm-hmm. you're going to remember it. Like There's not going to be very many foggy details, even though yeah. it happened... You know, as we're getting closer to thirty years ago now, but then the little the, the the times you remember things that have happened in the time that we've been hosting a radio show together for like four years, yeah, that still dumbfounds me. Like, I, I there's no rhyme or reason for the things you remember and don't remember. Ah, there probably is if there was a deeper dive into it. Kind of like the lungs, <laughs> you know? No, nope. I mean, if you went to a doctor, <laughs> they'd say. Well, you got this. Well, I kind of figured that I had that, so just saved myself two hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> also, the further I look into this, this seems to be a report from one single Twitter account, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm not even on Twitter. Yeah, he's not even on Twitter. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So it seems like you got sent that in a group chat of sorts, and then it just stuck with you somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but like. As as much as Joshi and I try to pay attention, as much as we are actually on Twitter, <laughs> like we didn't remember that. He had to look it up and hear you're the one pushing this narrative of, oh, you remember this? No, I know. And Twitter won't let me on anymore. You guys send me a Twitter feed through the text chain. Does me no good. We might just have to start sending you screenshots. Yeah. Thanks, Elon. <laughs> More Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Is there something in your life that you could use in terms of kind of a coach to kind of push you in the right direction. The Rams did something interesting over the weekend I want to dive into in two minutes. Jen Gabe Chewy.